I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Misty. No, I'm Misty. Right. I thought we all said our own name. Well, we did that on the last one. I thought it was just a, a one-timer. Was a one-off? Oh. I don't know. Well, somehow Nick has to say his own name now. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was just as funny. There we go. It was just as funny. What? Well, uh, explain there, who Nick is. Who's Nick? Um, what are we doing with Nick? I don't know. Nick, do you? how do you want to be described? Uh, my name is fine. Yeah. Okay. Just Nick. <laughs> It's Misty Ike and Nick ruin the internet week, and we're, uh, we're having a, a special week. Special um, week because because Nick's awesome, yeah. And we wanted to do something fun because in all the other episodes that we did, right. um, I knew what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I spent time ahead of time doing some research yep. and figuring out things, but uh, you did not know. I didn't, and we had a shitload of extra Sprite in the fridge, and we needed somebody to drink it. So. Yeah, and Nick loves Sprite. This yeah. episode's brought to you by... He and I actually are sharing a Sprite right Dong. now. Dong. <laughs> we're not sharing the same Sprite, but we're both having a Sprite. What do you guys want to do this morning? <laughs> I think we already did it. <laughs> ruin, For, ruin the internet. We're ruining my life right now. <laughs> and how long should we do it for? 15 minutes. Yes, thank you. Starting right now, what are we talking about today, Nick? All right. Uh, today, let's talk about, um, we touched on this briefly in the last episode. Yesterday. But uh, yesterday. Same close. Same close. Last episode. Um, we, uh, we were, we brief, this briefly came up, but I, I want to discuss it more. Something within a song that ruins the song for you. Whether oh. it's, whether it's, uh, Vocals, or yeah. or or the lyrics, right. or a snare tone, or a guitar tone, or a cowbell, or something right. that you, when you listen to the song, you're first like, first of all, if a I cowbell can't. ruins it for you, stop watching right now and just go away. Go away. We don't want you anymore. No, we don't want you. Uh, so More it's something cowbell. that ruins the song for you. Man, so you're hmm. listening to a song, you're jamming Hi. out, and then something happens, and you're like, no thanks. For for me, a lot of times it can be lyrics. Yeah. You know, I hear something where I'm like, oh, that's just so cheesy. I can't get over it. Right. Right. See, I, and I would actually take that also the opposite direction, though, because I am a lyrics person. Like, there are many lyrics that I hear that I'm like, mm, that sucks. But, like, I can completely tune the music out of something and listen to only the lyrics. And that can become, like, my, like, they're ingrained mm. into my life forever right. based on that. Uh, I don't think I can totally do that. I, mm, I, can't. I can't. I can't. The other way around. It's the only way to explain the Counting Crows in my life. You don't. Dave. You don't like the music, of the Counting Crows. I, I'm not sure if I do. Like, I'm not a musician, so like, I mean, if something's catchy, I can be like, oh, the music, yeah, it's catchy. But like, when I listen to music, because I'm not a musician, I'm I'm tone deaf. I can't sing. I can't play anything. So to me, I <laughs> shut up. No, I think. sorry. The list I just pulled up on the internet ties into what we were doing before we started. Okay. So for me, lyrics are incredibly, incredibly important. That's mm-hmm. what I cling on to. So that's why you don't like Weezer. Because what's with these homies dissing my girl? Why do they got a front? It's not your favorite line? Not particularly. <laughs> it's really right. not. That, um, that makes a little more sense now. Yeah. Okay. There, I just There's nothing in it that speaks to me. 
Like I just, I listened yeah. to it. I'm like, cool. This is like nineties bro music. Even my cool friends in the nineties didn't listen to this. Right. Okay. <laughs> that makes a little more sense. I'm never going to sit and debate over the white album versus the blue album versus the green album of Weezer with anyone. Like I don't, I just don't care. All right. They all suck. I think the, no- <laughs> the number one band for like great, amazing music, awesome melodies, super good drum beats, but just consistently <laughs> shitty lyrics. Yeah. Top of the list has to be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's. Okay. Um, oh, that's tough. So here it is. I will agree with you now only because they've written the same, they've used the same lyrics to other songs for like the last like five albums. Mm-hmm. It's all the same shit. We get it. You lived under the bridge. You were a heron addict. Yeah. Mo- let's move on California's now. awesome. Californication. We all get it. Yeah. We all get it. So like, let's, let's evolve. I don't like it when artists get stuck like that and don't evolve. It, it really bothers me. All right. So Isaac, then is there some, is there like a song that gets ruined for you by something other than lyrics? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like oh, what? Oh yeah. The music. It'll be the, like if they make a bad musical choice or the bridge is horrible or the solo fucking sucks or they put a bad drum fill in somewhere. Like if you miss an obvious opportunity to like hit something that would really resonate with everybody and then you make an off choice, like you want to go to seven, eight from four, four. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> if you, you don't know see, what that means, don't look it up. You just gave me a seizure. <laughs> yeah, so you are a musician. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been around it enough that I know what all those things are. Yeah. You know, I can tell you, like, if if I had to sit down and listen to a song, mm-hmm. I could tell you what the bridge is. You know, I can... Sure. All of those things. But when, inherently, when I'm, like, in my car listening to music, I don't think about this. I don't go, oh, this is an awesome bridge. Yeah. Like, I don't or think about those things. If there's a buildup or a release of tension without a resolve, like, if it's do-do-do-do-do-do, and then they extend it, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and you're like, okay, we get it. Is it going to do And you're like, come on! That's where the kids are like, wait for the drop! So, like, the beginning of Eminem, like... Which one? Palms are sweaty. Like, the song. Oh, the 8 Mile song. Like, the beginning of it is so long with the intro. And it's, like... Building, building, yeah, building, 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 yeah. building, 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 building. You're just like, oh my God, start rapping. Yeah. You must <laughs> release me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I get that. Yeah, so you, you mentioned uh, Katie Seagal as her voice basically ruining it for you. From yesterday. Yeah. In the last yeah. episode. Okay. This is going to be a really difficult one to explain, but... On my actual, on my other podcast, I had several of my friends come in who all sing backup for various different artists, background vocals. I feel like there's, and I know that there are a lot of people that have to pull it back when they're singing background vocals because they are, in their head, probably always, you know, have dreamed of being a solo vocalist. Yep. So you don't want to like outshine your front, your front person. So you have to pull it back. I feel like Katie Seagal's voice is like the very stereotypical background singer. And there's nothing about it that makes it jump to the forefront. That's fair. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. It does. It makes perfectly logical sense because she was a backup singer. Right. And then she just became super famous and her team was probably like, you should put out some music. Well, and I mean, her, her husband was the creator of Sons of Anarchy, so I'm sure that that probably helped, because most of the songs that she did were 
Like, I think her album was released while she was on Sons. I want to say, and I could be wrong, but my gut tells me. At least what I've heard. That they Maybe there was stuff before met that. after he created that show. I don't think so. No. I think that's I why she was so. on the show. Kurt. Yeah. Like, it, that role was, I think, written for her. Yeah, I think they've been together for like, a really long really? time. Because yeah. he wrote something before Sons, right? What did he write? What did yeah. He, write? Uh, he also, he also played a part the, in that show. A uh, couple of them. The Prison Guy. He was, yeah, he was multiple characters. The one that got yep. stabbed in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Kurt what? Kurt. The, Kurt, the Kurt. Wire. He was a writer on The Wire. So, people, this is the part where people scream at home. Oh, right? yeah. People are like, <laughs> who's Kurt Sutter? Oh, it's Kurt Sutter. <laughs> Kurt Sutter is the creator of Sons of Anarchy. I believe he was a writer on The Wire for a really long time before that. Yeah, Married look. to Katie Seagal, who was Peg Bundy on Married with Children and, and various other things. And what? And Gemma on Sons of Anarchy. And Gemma on Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And this is what how we seven degrees of Kevin Bacon the entire world together. <laughs> Anyways, we totally got off the topic of we what we were talking about. What was the topic? Things, things in things music that, that just turn you off. Oh, or topics that ruin podcasts. <laughs> I don't know yes, uh, where, where, what direction that just went. But. Um, here's a list of uh, 18 of the most ridiculous song lyrics of all time. I'm not going to go through the whole list. Thank what God. I want to do is point out number three and take a personal stab at Nick. Number Why three, would you do that? Because we like poking fun at each other, and Nick loves Kesha. I love and, Kesha. Okay. And <laughs> Kesha featuring 303, the, lyric, the, title are, the title of the song is literally blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was a hit. It was a pretty big hit. Okay, I can't picture it. I did the video. <laughs> I can't remember the song. And you don't remember the song? No. For 18 hours a day, you sat on set. Yeah, of the, a music video. But how many thousands of them have to, do you have to do before you can't remember, like, number 491? I can remember show four of a tour I did 15 years ago. Well, like, aren't you an elephant? No, I'm not. I just, like, when you take an interest in what you're doing, I didn't at learn. the time. That was a very long time ago. Okay, fair. So what's okay. the lyric? So, uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It doesn't have all the lyrics. It just says Kesha featuring 303, blah, blah, blah. Cool story. Let me get a better article. We are not breaking the internet today, are we? I don't. I don't think we are. Kesha puts on an incredible live show. Kesha does put on an incredible <laughs> live show. I, I have quite a few friends that actually worked with her as well and adore her as a boss. Like I, I got to see her at a she's the best. Memphis in May uh, festival. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, and she was right after I the Avett Brothers. Before. She was right after the Avett Brothers. Yes, on the same stage. That's it was great. That's completely a great lineup right um, there. Avett Brothers played as the sun was setting, like, you know, over the Mississippi. Beautiful, and of course. And then uh, Kesha came out, and it was a party. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and then Ludacris. You know what? I would love to see that. I would love to see the Avett Brothers, Kesha, and then Ludacris. Yeah. Like that. Luda! The progression of the drunkness that would happen in my life. That throughout that, this was obviously many years ago, yeah, long before COVID. Ago. But right, um, it was the first show I realized that if I saw someone coming through the crowd with multiple drinks, that I could potentially give them more money than they paid for it, and they could give it to me, and I wouldn't have to go back to the lose my place in the what? crowd. You're a fucking genius. That's a Nick. life hack. I've never even thought life about hack. that. Like, hey, you, oh my god! I'll buy those beers so <laughs> I, for fifty bucks. And they get back <laughs> to the, they them. get back to their group of friends, and they don't have the drinks for them. And they're like, "Yeah, somebody gave me a bunch of money for them." Like that is fucking epic. It, wow, it does work. That goes along with our executive producer Jeremy's life life hack of sometimes your money is worth more than your time. I well, your time is worth more than your money. Absolutely, yeah, I got sure. that backwards. Sorry, Jay. Sometimes you're. 
Time yes. is worth more and, than your And money. my, my yes. place in the middle of that crowd was going to be gone. Right. I, in the 20 minutes it would have taken to go get a drink. I can back that. Yes, I can totally dude. back that. So I've done that a few times yeah. since, and it's it's amazing when you can pull. You guys, it off. I have to tell you one thing that I want to do when the when all of this comes to its conclusion, and we are allowed to have shows again. I want my my job back. <laughs> <laughs> this is your job right now. Yeah, it's awesome. Forever, super fun. Yeah. No, what do you want to um, do when it's over? I want to go to some kind of outdoor music event with the two of you. Do you know how long it's been? I, I mean, I've worked in the music industry for 20 plus years mm-hmm. on tour, which means when I come home, the last thing I want to do is go see a show. Right. And the idea of going outside where it's like sweaty oh. and there are bugs and yeah. like people are going to sweat on me that I don't know. Mm-mm. I want nothing more than that right now. I want all the people sweat. (laughs) I want all the bug bites and I want cold, like not even cold, lukewarm beers. Yeah. And I want to have to sit through a bunch of opening bands that I don't care if I've ever heard of or ever hear again to like get to the one artist that I want to see with just some friends. That's nothing sounds better in the world to me right now than that. And I, all I want to do is sit backstage and chill out with the artist. So can you just take my seat? Yeah, please. (laughs) What, what I was, think you're uh, going to be me for the day. I'm going to yeah. go out and be amongst the common folk. Oh, the common folk are the why un- we're in this the, all situation. The, in the unwashed first place. masses, as uh, we have been known to call them. What, what was the uh, What was the last show that you all went to oh, before? Good question. Like, if if we never go the to the last show, show that I went to before all of this started was with the two of you at the Federal. Yeah. Ben Lee and Josh Rodney. Which we talked about was yesterday. Absolutely. Morning. Would that have been your last one too? I, It must be. I haven't been going yeah. to shows a lot. Well, yeah. I've been to, I went to a ton of comedy, if comedy counts, but it, not, right, not right. music. Yeah. That's a live event. What was the last comedy that you went to before the shutdown? Uh, it was the 12th, 11th or 12th. It was Jeremiah Watkins down in, I think, Long Beach or Hermosa or something way down there. Um, went and shot him. It was like... Because there was a show at the comedy store I was going to go to. I think I was going to go to with either you or Danny. And they had just shrunk it down to 250 people. And I was like, right. this is going to be the last comedy show before. Right. I think there was only 100 people in the room. But nobody, no, there was no masks. There was no talk of masks. There was nothing. It was just right. like, we're going to shut everything down. I was like, okay, I might not be able to see another show for two whole weeks. Better go tonight. Two whole weeks. Yep. Six months later. <laughs> well, this is interesting. Da, da, da. This is coming out in what? Two weeks or three weeks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So we'll like be firmly so it'll in the middle of September. September. I wonder, yeah. wonder what we're doing. wonder what future us's are. What are Who the are future us's? Future us's. Future us's. How much time do we have left? I don't know. We completely like bailed on that topic. We though, really did. And like went totally sideways. Are we going to do music all week, Nick? Uh, no. No, okay. we've got some other topics. How much? Uh, what do we got? We got uh, 80 oh. seconds left. You know... Nick, why don't you wrap it up with what your your thoughts are? Like, what ruins a song for you? You're uh, a musician. Lyrics ruin the song for me sometimes because of the the like the cheesiness of some some lines. When it's unintentional cheesiness, mm-hmm. when somebody thinks they're being cool, mm. but they're saying something cheesy. For instance, so I have why no problem. Your homies dissing my girl. I like that. I like you think it's because I know he's intentionally being uh, cheesy. corny. Yeah, corny. Mm. Um, and he's rivers has always done that with lyrics, but when mm-hmm. I hear something that's super cheesy, when somebody means it, went to the store, fell on the floor. That's my lyrics. It's that, that bad, right? I wouldn't listen to that song. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't listen to that song. Um, 
then don't listen to less. There are a lot of exa- <laughs> there are a lot of examples in Taylor Swift songs I can immediately Ooh. think of. Agreed. Okay. Where, Agreed. where she has a breakdown. It's, you know what? Like, what it is, is for it's, all the it's forced. Yeah. Yeah. When the lyrics are forced yes. to fit inside of a mold that like right. the words rhyme, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Right. I get that. Yes. And totally. that, that just like it doesn't matter how good the rest of the song is when something like that happens. I to just, me, it makes it very childlike. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to listen to a child. I want to listen to an adult writing a song about feelings and stuff. Although. Yeah. Kids Trap is pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into Kids Trap. Bruh. <laughs> no, I can't. No. My brain will explode. It will. Legit. It's pretty awesome. Legit. I, oh, man. That's, it is hot in the studio. It this, is. Because it is 113 degrees outside. In September. We already said it was going to come out in three weeks in September. <laughs> in case you didn't figure this out, folks, we're not doing this every day. Yeah, we don't do these live. Except for Except the for one, the one we did at the launch, which is in the future, which is not, <laughs> which is in the past. Oh God! Did we just inception our fucking show? Yeah, I think it's okay. Tuesday, but unless it's Friday, unless it's Friday, we'll, we'll see, see you, you tomorrow. tomorrow.